Hey, I know it's late, but can you talk? Two in the Morning is an original podcast where we unabashedly explore the questions that are keeping all of us up at night. Me, Mia Brabham, and my best friend, Michael Galfetti, are two 20-somethings who've been coming together for eight years with hilarious, sometimes deep, and always honest, infinitely dimensional questions about life. Now, we're doing it with all of you. Each week, we'll both prepare a question, something we've been thinking about all week, all month, maybe even all year, and we'll talk through it. We've learned that it's not always about the answers, but sometimes just about the comfort of conversation. News? Not exactly. Therapy? Maybe. Entertainment? On accident. It's two in the morning, and it's time to talk. Welcome to season two of Two in the Morning. Welcome back. I'm so excited to be here. Michael? Are we really here? Did <laughs> we, we here do right it? <laughs> this can't be real. <laughs> oh my gosh. It feels like a dream. Season one was such a whirlwind of rush. It was it, it was everything. I mean, getting all of the content out there, seeing everyone engaging, people answering the questions. Literally, I'm in love with every single one of you. I know. My favorite thing is um, going on the Instagram and just seeing... Um, I think it was the episode about forgiveness. What was that? Was that the first one? Oh my gosh, seems like so so long ago. And two people were in the comments engaging with each other. They didn't know each other, but they were just talking about it. And I thought that was super cool. So we just love that this is turning into this little community where we can talk about these things. And I know people have texted me and DM'd me and messaged me and been like, I was thinking about what's secret to me in the shower last night, you know? And it's just, it's so cool that this is, coming off of this platform and you guys are taking it into your everyday lives and that's all we can ask for i mean it's just this is like michael said a dream come true it's amazing it really is really quick i actually want to read kara carter left a review which is so sweet for the podcast she said five stars this podcast is such a cozy place to contemplate life's questions i love the insight and discussion that mia and michael offer i now look forward to listening every sunday as i get ready for my work week oh my gosh she's getting rid of the sunday scaries i love you kara that's amazing <laughs> I know I've heard from so many people who are like, this is part of my routine. Um, and wow, <laughs> am I crying? I'll never tell. Yes. I remember someone um, named Danny said that she listens um, on, on Sunday with her coffee in the morning. And it's just this cute little escape before her week begins. So I really like that. I'm super excited about like season two um, and the questions we have and um, like to build on what we kind of got started in season one and to go even deeper, if that's possible. It is. All right. It is scary out there, but it's way less scary together. It's two in the morning. And it's, and it's time, time to, to talk. talk. Are you ready? Do you want me to start us off? Oh my gosh. I'm nervous. I've been really cutting to the chase like in this season two. <laughs> I'm like so excited to ask you. This question is going to blow you away. I need a okay. real-time reaction. Start your, oh, like, God. start a video recording. <laughs> Should I start my TikTok video? All right, let's go. Um, so just, like, not a big existential question at all, but can people change? Oof. Oof. Knock the wind out of me, Michael. <laughs> Come on. Damn. Oh, my gosh. Um... Oof, that's a 
good ass question. Right. I haven't thought about this in a long time. This is such a like quintessential question. I feel like everyone has asked themselves or has asked of people in their lives, but I haven't thought about it in a really long time. <sighs> I mean, everything's relative, right? I, I guess. I think <laughs> that was a no. <laughs> I think it depends on what, right? Like you really can't change the core of someone. <laughs> I'm about to pull a Michael where I say one thing and then completely I'm like, nope, nope, nope. I changed my mind. I think, I think people can change because I think I'm a hopeful person. Yeah. It's kind of like an act of faith, believing in others. (laughs) It truly is. Um, But okay. But like how, how do people change? I think at least from my experience with people, because you can only start from your experience, right? Yeah. I have seen people change, but I think they have to have that trait in them where they're students of life and they want to learn and they constantly want to grow. I think those are the people who can change. And like we talked about, wow, funny enough, season one, episode one, change is slow. So I think this is why conversation is important, right? And why... In this climate between 2020, 2021, all we're saying is talk to your people. Talk to your people about what's going on in the world because there's ignorance and then there's like, okay, this person really doesn't understand. And if you keep talking to someone about something very important, I think over time they can start to see where you're coming from. But then that's what I'm saying. That person has to have a trait where even if they're like hell bent on believing something, You've seen other areas of their life that they they appreciate. You have to have a certain appreciation for life and just uh, the human experience and your journey as a person. And then I think those people can change. Then there's just people who don't have that quality at all in them. And they're like missing something in their brain. Like they're missing empathy. They're missing um, the idea that life is a journey, that it can be beautiful. That can You know what I mean? I think there's just certain types of people and people who aren't intent on learning or just never going to change those people aren't going to change but what do you think yeah wow you actually dove straight in that was so good (laughs) (laughs) i had to gather myself (laughs) it's a big question i mean i cannot emphasize enough how quintessential this question is with like Mm -hmm. should i stay with this person or like people this person has made a promise to me are they going to fulfill it like there are this is so ever relevant we could answer this every season yeah but i am like more skeptical i feel like change takes a long time i definitely wanted to bring that back up from season one because it's super slow and like people don't change overnight and like we're kind of habit forming creatures and like people develop habits and they have to change those really to change themselves Mm -hmm. and that isn't different like wrinkle in this as well of like are you changing your actions are you changing your thinking Mm. because you can choose to act in a different manner um but changing your thinking is really super hard because i feel like it's so tied up in who you are what you've experienced um where you come from like all of those things yeah and we all are conditioned to have natural biases whatever that is for each person Mm -hmm. so um, oof, this is good because I have another question this season that kind of, I won't give too much away, but I think we're going to dive even deeper with this. But I love what you say about being like a learner of life. Like, yeah. I feel like that is the key. You have to, and empathy 
so critical to changing, right? Yeah. Like if you can see, you have to be able to empathize with like how your actions or like your behavior or whatever is impacting the world. And you have to understand that like other people are having different experiences than you. Uh, I'm just repeating what you said because I feel like you really answered it so well. <laughs> well, you did too. Um about, you know, thinking versus your actions. One thing I want to say, though, is I just think there's a lot of people who they don't change unless it happens to them directly, or they don't change their thinking or their actions unless something of the sort has happened to them, right? Um, But then I've also seen the other side of that where it then happens to someone, like I'm thinking of COVID, for example. I know people who family members have passed away from COVID, and they're still out there just like, taking no precautions and you'd think that because it happened to them they would change right but no they're still out here posting stories and gathering so I think it's weird because sometimes it does have to happen to a person for them to grow that empathy bone and then this time is really scaring me because I've seen like no judgment but just observing strictly it's like I've seen people be like wow I don't think that had an impact on you in the way that I guess I thought it would, but then again, that's none of my business. I'm staying in my lane, you know? <laughs> All we can do is stay in our lanes and focus on changing ourselves. And um, that's one thing I've really been trying to do is when I talk to people about issues or about any sort of topic in life, and even with this podcast, I'm not trying to change anyone's mind. It's just like, I want you to think. I want you to sit back and reflect, you know? You don't have to change your mind tomorrow. Yeah. But... It, conversation is important because you have to start that process of thinking and people to think mm-hmm. differently. It's crazy how change is tied up in hope. You're right. You have to hope that people can change because if you don't, then. Yeah. I mean, we've experienced some insane things this year in this country, just like always where like people are doing the most and the most. Like, <laughs> 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 um, will they change? When will people stop doing the most? <laughs> Never. <laughs> I feel like it's only getting worse. God save us. <laughs> I laugh and cry. I know. Let's just like take my CBD gummy. <laughs> let's just buy a bunker. Like <laughs> we can have a Kimmy Schmidt moment. We'll just live in a bunker for twenty years, and we'll come out and say, "Have people changed?" <laughs> Girl, let's dig. I'm ready. <laughs> we can build it with our own hands. Nobody has to know. I loved what you said, though, on like it's individual because I feel like so you can spend a lot of time like hoping and believing in someone that they're going to change. But that probably isn't productive. It'd be better to focus on yourself. Can I say one more thing, though, too? Mm -hmm. One thing it kind of, you know, revolving around the conversation of change is that I've seen a lot of people, I think people show their true colors and I think it's a little bit different from change, but once someone shows their true colors, I think that um, you have to believe it though. And I think there's a difference. Like, I think you have to start there, right? Like you have to accept, Oh, this person is not who I thought they were. I had Mm -hmm. no idea they felt that way. And once you are able to accept that, I think then you can work towards like having conversations with the person. But um, this, this year is wild. I, I've always said, I don't like sarcasm either because it's like, I feel like there's some truth to sarcasm and when people are being sarcastic, I always think like there's some inkling of like what you're saying you actually believe. And I found that a lot this year, people just being like, you know, saying ignorant things as a joke. Mm, Not funny. (laughs) 
Yeah. My friend told me she saw a headline and it said, um, my friend SJ and the headline was like, it was never trolling. Mm-hmm. Like all these people rooting for, you know, T-R-U-M-P and other bigots. It's like, that was never a joke. I never thought it was a joke, but I guess a lot of people did. Anyways, before I go way, way, way <laughs> off, um, people maybe can change question mark. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, it definitely just ties into hope. We kind of have to believe that people can change to like see progress because mm-hmm. we're so connected and tied together. Um, but also they gotta, they gotta start that. They, they have to do that mm-hmm. work and we, it, we should have a different episode about like how you can help someone who's trying to change. Ooh, the question is, this is the question for everybody. This is your homework this week. Are you committed to change? Are you committed to changing? Are you committed to learning? Are you committed to growing? Ask yourself that. Because I do feel like I I guess in this conversation, I'm realizing now even I'm kind of coming from the standpoint of like all high and mighty. Like, why aren't you listening to what I have to say? Like, I can talk to you, but it's like, wow, someone else may have something to teach me, yeah. you know? So I got to check myself sometimes. Like, am I committed to that? Wow, that was so nice. Not what I was expecting, but so nice. All right, everyone, we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back. Are you a journal hoarder? Can you not resist the spell of a good journal in the Target dollar aisle? If you've answered yes to any of the above, I've got the perfect place for you. Heavy Cat Press is a wonderful family-owned company that makes handmade journals that are completely customizable. That's right any color or size options that you need to be able to capture all your genius ideas. I have one that I like to use for work and a separate one that I like to use for play. You can order online and they'll ship them directly to you. That's Heavy Cat Press on Instagram. Happy journaling! Everybody, we are back with season two, better than ever. But you know one thing that hasn't changed? We're still using Anchor. She is so fun. She's free. She's easy to use. You can record, edit, collaborate, and distribute all of your podcasts through her. So, you know, when you got a good thing going, (laughs) you don't give it up. If you're thinking about making a podcast, I know some of you are. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, we are back. And Michael, do I have a question for you? I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) What if I just came one day with no question and was like, I'm just here. Um, Okay. So this is my question. My problematic queen has struck me again, Miss Taylor Allison Swift. Oh my God. You're going I don't want her name all up in my mouth the past two years. She's a little dead to me, but um, you know, I still respect the craft. So I was watching the folklore film on Disney Plus, and honestly, I loved hearing the musicality and the lyricism and her reasoning and symbolism behind these songs. And one that really struck me was Mirrorball, because that was not a standout. You've you've listened to folklore, right? Yeah, you, and I really liked Mirrorball. I was... Yes. Okay, keep going. Yes. So Miraval did not stand out to me. I thought it sounded like a high school prom song. I was not a fan. And I watched this film and I think it quickly became one of my, like my top five songs on the album based on what she said. So my question for you is, do you feel like you're different versions of yourself with different people? And is that okay? Wow. That's a really good question. Um, I, there are so many ways I could answer this. I'm going to tell a story. Love story. So I moved a lot when I was a kid. I've lived in South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, and my parents now live in Mississippi and I live in DC. 
So every time that I moved, I kind of had to adapt, like despite just like climbing up the East Coast. Um, each of those places were different and like socioeconomics were different. And I really had to kind of like kind of morph myself or like I was affected by the place I was around and kind of became a different person. Um, so you, definitely you are different with different people. Is that okay though? That's something I've thought about a lot. Because um, during the time it was, it felt like a little survival-y. I was like, I have to make friends. Like I, <laughs> um, yeah. essential part of life, especially part of like middle elementary and high school. Um, and so... I didn't really like the fact I noticed like early on that I was doing that, that I was kind of mm -hmm. like modulating myself to fit in with certain groups. Um, and I didn't really like it. I wanted to be more, this is who Michael is. Um, but as I've gotten older, I definitely feel like I modulate a lot less. Even, I mean, because of COVID, even like the professional me, I'm like, where is she? Where is she gone? <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's definitely yes, but I kind of, I think ideally I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't change that much. <laughs> Is that okay? Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, do you feel like now as you've gotten older and you've kind of been able to, you know, when you're younger, your family's moving you around, but now that you make those choices yeah. to move around or to not, do you feel like you found more of a core of who you are or do you still feel like... I mean, I think we all are a little bit different with different people, but do you feel like you found more of your, I guess, rudeness in who you are? I think so. Yeah. And I, I definitely have a like, I don't know. So I'm thinking back to now, like my Zoom birthday party that I had almost, <laughs> a, almost a year ago. Um, Whoa. <laughs> That's wild. It's coming up again. I'm like, do I have to do another Zoom? Because coronavirus is still here um <laughs> kidding <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh okay um and how there were like different peoples and energies kind of in the room um and i have like a certain group of or like a certain friend that i will like text like look at this line in this poem um and like but i feel like there really is has been a lot of convergence like i would text you that i would text lydia that i would text elizabeth that but she wouldn't respond um not because i mean no shade she just isn't good at texting <laughs> <laughs> same same girl um so yeah um i feel like there has been a lot of convergence and i have been maybe i don't know if i'm like self-selecting or how it's happening but i feel like maybe my interests are solidifying and just who I want to spend time with and be around and like give my energy to is like, it kind of feels like a type now. Like, I don't know if I have a type for dating, but I have a type for friends. <laughs> that is, that's so important. Wow. I mean, we should, right? I've never thought about that, but we all should have a type for a friend because friendships and romantic relationships are really the same. There's just sex in one and not in the other. I mean, maybe you have yeah. sex in both. I don't know. <laughs> that line is not. <laughs> it's either a very thin line or a very bold line. You choose. No judgment. Um, wow. Thank you. That was a really good response. Wait, do you have a friend type? I don't know. We were kind of talking about this before the show. I feel like I have, I've had a huge Frexodus in my 
uh, 20s. I guess everybody does, but for, for me, it's happening Can you right now. That where... for, for our listeners, <laughs> what was that word you used? A frags at us. It's uh, when your friends leave, like you're moving around or, you know, a group of friends in your life has left your life, whether it's by um, just nature and just distance. And, you know, it doesn't have to be like, a harsh ending mm-hmm. sometimes you just float apart or drift apart and then sometimes it's like this friendship is over or something bad happened like um we you hurt me in a certain way i can't get past that kind of thing it's been a little bit of both but um i don't know i don't know if i have a friend type i like people who are thoughtful um they say the people in your circle should be you know who you aspire to be and i like thoughtful people i like inspirational people I don't like mean people. I do like sassy people. I like people who are authentically themselves. And I think I've always, speaking of the mirror ball question, I've always been, um, I don't know. I think I am kind of like a mirror ball. <laughs> that sounds so weird to say, but I'm I, you know this, we went to high school together. I've always been friends with a lot of types of groups of people. Like I was friends with like the jocks. I was friends with the theater nerds. I was friends with the nerds. I was friends with the popular kids. Like I was friends with everybody, but I also felt like I never changed around people. I've always been myself, um, which is something I'm proud of. um, But I've met a ton of people where they first meet me and they, they think that I'm pretending or they think that I'm being fake. And then they find out that I'm really just <laughs> how could bubbly. they? Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if it's because they expect a stereotype of black women. Like, I don't know what they expect or if they genuinely are just like, you're too good to be true. Like you're too bubbly, but it's happened to me multiple times. So they're like, you're not real in it. I remember at one of my jobs in LA, when I was leaving that job, we all went out for a work happy hour and got wasted. And this one guy, Phil, was like, when I first met you, I thought you were really annoying. <laughs> and then I found out that this was really just you. And you're a really cool girl. I'm going to miss you. And I was like, that's so nice. But that's, um, I, I don't know. I but try you not didn't to be change, a Just their perception of you changed. Yes. Yeah. And so I just always encourage people to be true to themselves and the right, the people that are supposed to will magnetize towards you. And in me, I found that remaining myself allows other people to remain themselves. And I never want someone to act different around me. And I think when you act different around other people, they will act different around you. Yeah. Um, It's also just so much work, like trying to think through who this person wants me to be. I'm, I don't have the brain power for that. Sorry. (laughs) I don't. And it's so funny though, professionally, this one is interesting. When I got into the page program when I was interviewing, um, one of the judges actually told me we had to do a five minute presentation on, I don't even remember what it's about now, but he came to me afterwards and he was like, Hey, really love your personality but you just got to tone it down a little bit um because they don't want like really excited people like they just want like chill people you know and I was like what and I actually changed I calmed down and that was the one time and I'll never forget that and I felt like I did change myself and then it's funny because then I was miserable the whole time but anyways I I do feel like I'm not perfect there's times I definitely have changed who I am um and as a black person code switching clearly I think I am pretty proper um but there's definitely times even in being proper that i've like will code switch and this is really sad but i've been thinking more about this i don't know if childhood memories ever pop up for you and the other day i just was thinking about it and i remember one time my mom i I told my mom one day this like white guy on the street was like being like rude to us and i literally told her if you're nice to white people they'll dislike you it's fine and that's so bad. Like this was literally you me as a ten-year-old. Yeah, 
Yeah. But I mean, it's the truth. Like it doesn't mean it's okay, but the Mm -hmm. fact that I was conditioned to think that at a young age and I didn't even know it, like, I can't believe I said that, you know what I mean? But like, I picked up on it that you have to be a certain way for certain people. But I think at this point, I think I've broken out of that mold. Like you're not going to get nice to me when you're being an asshole anymore, you know, but I think you, you spoke to survival mechanisms. And I think as a black woman, I've had to adapt or I've adapted survival mechanisms and I'm teaching myself. I'm like unconditioning myself essentially um, in certain scenarios. So like I said, like I do think I've, the core of me has remained the same, but there are times where I have been like, I have to be extra professional. They have to like me, um, you know, that kind of thing um, so that I can succeed. Yeah. So it's just, it's interesting. It really is. How does this relate to Taylor? I like lost it. <laughs> <laughs> she asked if we're different uh, around different people, if we're different versions of ourselves around different people. Interesting. So we're mirror balls because we reflect our environment and not like what's on the inside, you know, hmm. to some degree. Because we're empty on the inside. Because <laughs> literally we're empty on the inside. <laughs> I don't know. I am full of sass and wit on the inside and that doesn't change really. <laughs> and I love that about you. <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> you're a lot of the same person um, I think I am too do you think I'm the same or do you think I've changed you've changed yeah (laughs) wow I do think I've grown a lot in the past like 10 years you don't put up with people's bullshit anymore (laughs) I really don't because I did for so long and I and I a lot of people don't like that um I think that's why I've lost a lot of friends because I'm like your behavior is not acceptable anymore (laughs) and I'm 26 now bitch and I'm gonna tell you and I don't care if you're my friend yeah cut the bullshit like but um yeah so (laughs) therapy maybe that's all I think about at the end of these (laughs) entertainment yes we're we're literally mirror balls because in the song too she talks about how we put these people on a pedestal public figures I'm not saying we're like amazing or anything I mean I guess we are um self-love but yes hype us up like us rate review (laughs) but we we put ourselves or people put us on a pedestal and we're up there for everybody to criticize or look at or um you know and then when the lights go off and everybody goes home you're expected to just stay there you're expected to just stay there Mm -hmm. and remain the same and be not broken and not shine and you know it's just that song is really good. I I highly, recommend. I highly recommend everybody go watch it, but I also recommend that you realize that Taylor Swift literally labeled a whole era as her being an activist, and she has not stood up for Black people to the degree that I need her to. Um, and by that, I mean talk to your people, Taylor Swift, all your white feminist friends. But I think if you and nothing. Taylor were friends, like in a hypothetical world where you and her like went to the same high school and you were <laughs> friends, you would have cut her out of your circle. <laughs> I probably would have. I was thinking that, Michael, and this is why I can't be a Swifty because she bothers me. And then I'll be like, you are not here for me. So I'm not here for you. Like, that's how I feel right now. I would have cut her out. Yeah, you totally would have. I would have called her. This is what would happen because I've had friends like her. I would have called her out on her bullshit and she would have cut me out because she's a narcissist and she doesn't want to hear it. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) I love her if she's listening, but she's not. Maybe Tree Pain's listening. Tree Pain, if you're listening, I love you. publicist <laughs> michael you know this is pr you could argue tree pain is i literally can't wait for that biopic it's going to be amazing oh my but gosh her team makes some interesting decisions that's a whole separate <laughs> app <laughs>
So you've probably heard that we started a Patreon, and I'm here to kind of give you the backstory on why. So as you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, and neither is this podcast, y'all. Michael and I are constantly devoting time to make this show the best it can be, and behind the scenes, we have a team of two awesome producers and editors, Bia and Jamila, who work their hearts out to make every aspect possible. Behind the scenes, we have meetings, we write copy, we handle outreach, and more importantly, these episodes take added hours to record and edit after work. We didn't even ask her to, but one time Jamila almost pulled an all-nighter to get an episode done. Okay? They're devoted. If you love this podcast and you want to help us cover costs and pay our team to keep this podcast going, sign up for our Patreon for $5 a month. I know it seems crazy, but $5 a month is just like a bougie overpriced coffee with oat milk or a bad burrito you wish you didn't have, except we're a good burrito. You get free access to our upcoming live events, journal prompts, a monthly Q&A column, and a surprise piece of merch sent straight to you in the mail. And if you decide you hate us, well, you can always cancel. You can sign up at patreon.com slash two in the morning podcast. We love you and thank you so much, friends, for supporting. All right. So let us know, can people change? Are we all mirror balls? And is it okay to just be different around different people? I don't know. Let us know on social. Thanks for tuning in. We love y'all. We're so excited for this season. Uh, Stay tuned for more. We can't wait. Bye. Thank you so much for staying up with us. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to join the Two in the Morning Club. Rate it five stars, or if you're feeling really nice, leave us a review and share this episode with just one person you know. This podcast is made possible because of you and your support. If you haven't already, join our sleepover on patreon.com slash two in the morning podcast for just $5 a month. You'll get exclusive early and free access to all of our live events and discussions, journal prompts, behind the scenes activity, and welcome merch mail straight to you. You can catch me in between episodes on Twitter and Instagram at Spaghetti Galfetti with one T. And you can keep up with me on Twitter at Hot Mess Mia and Instagram at Yours Truly Mia. Thanks for hanging out with us. Now get some beauty sleep and we'll see you next Sunday. Two in the Morning is a podcast produced by Jamila White and Bia Kasanga. Music by Brian Kim. Cover art by Madeline Younger. Subscribe for new episodes every Sunday. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams.